This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. We're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is the big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Cigar Authority. Saturday, August 27, 2011. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> it's actually Monday night at uh, 6.06. All right, we're taping it, and, and Mr. Jonathan wasn't going to let me slide by anyway, but uh, it's supposed to be, or those that are listening on the radio, today is Saturday, August 27, 2011. This is Mr. Jonathan. Chuck Morrison is back. But he's like coaching. He's coaching our boy Mike Havey on the board. Because the reason why this is a tape show, Mr. Mike Havey on the board, is because Mike Havey right now is on, is with me and on his way. No, this can go, right? Wasn't the idea was this thing could play if we wanted to? I could play, I guess, but I was just trying to coach him through All right. you're, doing he, the thing. He's got a coach over the air. Oh, you're, I'm you're, sorry, Chuck. You're gonna, you're <laughs> I'm gonna a control work, freak. You're, you're going to work with me. In you case know, you had noticed, I was the producer last week, <laughs> and uh, we were almost flawless except for the times that we were flawed. We except a, for the first hour. I, I have a message for you, Mr. Jonathan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> which is your, your impression of a fax machine sound, which is what the Comrex thing makes when it dials in. I get it. Well, uh, in Actually, talking in yeah. talking with Chuck, and he doesn't thank God he doesn't have a microphone. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Chuck actually told me that the problem really wasn't what we thought it was. It was that the Comrex is not designed to push the signal down a hundred feet of uh, phone line with an extension cord thing in the oh, middle. Oh, really? Of it. So, so that was where the problem. That's where the problem was. How much did you have to pay him for him to say that? I don't know, Chuck. What's the bill? Nice. $1,000. Anyway, this week uh, we have John Gazzaro, the regional manager of Oliva Cigars. He'll join us. We've had John on before. He's a really energetic. You know, we've had him on before, and it was absolutely the same thing. It was a tape show. He's going to think he's going to get a complex that we don't want him on live in case he uses the F-bomb again. Right. Um, (laughs) He's bringing with him what he calls goodies. So we'll see what he has with him in his goodie bag. Also, uh, a new cigar from La Polina, El Dario, meaning daily smoke. We have that. Is nicotine addictive? Well, yes. Some say absolutely no. We'll talk about that and explain. Wow. Cigars hitting our shelves in the ultimate event. Somebody calls the ultimate event. Bigger than our event, the ultimate event. So, uh, I was just thinking more. that maybe you were throwing the ultimate event because that's what you call all of your events. That's Th- right. This one's going to be the ultimate. <laughs> They're always better than the other ones anyway. But anyway, say hello to the uh, four radio stations picking us up while I cough. The stations that we have picking us up today are WWZN, AM 1510, The Revolution, Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And why? Just listen live when you can watch this mess, as David says. That's right. Live on Ustream.tv. We podcast on podbean.com and iTunes. 
and on demand for your broadcasting and listening enjoyment on thecigarauthority.com each and every week. We bring you nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. Speaking of nothing but the best, we have a cigar right here. Now, you got one's for you and one's for... Hmm. Who is the other one for? I feel like I should be Solomon and just split this bad boy right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, whichever catches it, I guess. As you thought, Mike, right to Mike Havey, who passes <laughs> it off as a gentleman that he is. He is a gentleman. As he and a scholar. It. This is the Oliva <laughs> Series V 6x46 Diadema, something I haven't had before. It is the Oliva V blend, yet to me, it looks like a Maduro. Boy, is this dark. It is dark. Which i got to imagine this one's going to be a powerhouse. And because it's, it's a tape show and it's really nighttime, we're going to be fine. It's funny that you say that when we smoke a dark cigar. I'm already, I'm already getting worked up over it before I even lit it. Because that's what happens. To you me. are the exact person who taught me that a dark cigar doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be strong. But it's an Oliva V to begin with, which is a full-bodied cigar. So you're letting us in on your little secret that you already know. I've never, <laughs> smoked, I've never smoked a cigar. So, but I'm, I'm going to guess, and probably an accurate guess, a little pre-light taste. White raisin. White raisin. That's a different one, different quality. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys smoked the new number four? The little petite Corona. Of the now we have two people that don't pronounce their R's. I'm so from Boston. This is <laughs> I'm from Boston. This is what happens. We're uneducated. Yeah, I did. Great. I haven't. I haven't smoked it. It was delicious. You know, where everybody's coming out with really big, thick cigars, you're seeing Oliva actually uh, to the against opposite. the grain, which I like. They they zig, you zag, right? <laughs> you do the opposite. You're better off. Anyway. Um, what we're doing right now, because we're taping the show, we're taping the show because right now we're at the airport. We, yeah. meaning the two of you, Me because and Chuck and I both backed out. Yeah, you bailed out. You bailed out. Chuck bailed actually out. was a gentleman and said right from the beginning That's he wasn't right. going to be able to do it. Right. You said, I I'm was definitely a going. dirtbag. <laughs> and I said, I'm all in. And then uh, after that, I actually checked my calendar and I'm DJing a wedding. So You, you left me in the trenches taking I, grenades. I did. Thank you. I Thank did. you. Well, what we are doing is August 28th, tomorrow, is uh, in Boulder, Colorado, is the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, just one day away. Um, <laughs> you still got time to get tickets. All the VIP tickets are sold, but regular general admission tickets are still around. They're only $100. I'm telling you, it's worth a flight to Boulder, Colorado to go to this event. Me and Chuck were there last year. That was a time. I mean, it was great. Celebrate the finer things in life. Doors open at 1 o'clock. It goes till 7. So it's six straight hours. Nobody leaves. Nobody's in a hurry to go anywhere. <clears throat> Regular tickets comes loaded with a gift pack valued over $300, which includes 20 cigars. Do the math. $100. 20 cigars. Drink tickets. Taste the glass. Lighter. Cutter. T-shirt. There's great live music. There's vendors, including uh, fine watches, luxury cars, Motorcycle cigar celebrities that will be there include Rocky Patel, Bobby Newman from J.C. Newman, Eric Stokelby from Villiga Stokelby, Jonathan Drew is going to be there, Ernesto Padilla, uh, Joe Cusano with his new CNC cigar, Matt Booth from Room 101, and lots more. Uh, it's going to be a great event. If you want to see what what it's about, rmcigarfest.com, rmcigarfest.com. That's Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. If you really want to see what it's about. You'll be watching the Cigar Authority if you're not already there 
You'll be watching it because we'll be there. We, meaning the two of you, yep. will be there broadcasting live. We will not. We won't, we will be taping because it's on a Sunday. You'll be hitting Ustream. Oh. So it will be broadcast. All right. So how do they do that? I'll tell you the secret right here. All right. They do exactly what they're doing right now. They go to thecigarauthority.com, push the button that says push to watch live, and bam, for a normal two-hour show, it's probably going to be four hours of you guys messing up and whatever okay, so the stuff door, we have to take out. Doors open at 1 o'clock, Rocky Mountain time. So I'm going to figure the first 30 minutes or something, we won't start. And then about 30 minutes in, we'll start the show. Is that, is that how we did it? So 1.30, go on to the CigarAuthority.com, 1.30, Rocky Mountain time, which is a different time zone. It is a different two hours. Is it two? I think it's different. Yeah? Okay. Um, and then watch us there, and we'll tell, show you what's going on. You can actually watch the show Sunday, so Saturday and Sunday, back-to-back. But when we come back, it actually won't be next week's show. It'll be the, the following week. Yeah. Because we got – This uh, is what I'm wondering. And we have – we have uh, one of our web guys walking around the store right now, even though the store is closed. Uh, I'm wondering if we could get Tom to answer. If, is Why there would it a be way... closed at 12 o'clock on a Saturday? <laughs> this is one of oh, the by the way, hours. by the way, yeah, I, 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 looked over at, I looked over at your show sheet, and you have uh, all your cheat notes. I could tell you had done the math. It's eight days away, really. And so you subtracted. <laughs> okay, it's one right. day. One He's day got his notes got on it. the paper right there. <laughs> I'm like, why is he so on point with everything? Because he's cheating. But anyways, maybe Tom would be able to figure out a way before it happens to be able to get Saturday show to actually play live at, at noontime. Wouldn't that be something? I'm not following that. You know how we have the problem where somebody wants to watch the show? They've got a... They do the chat box, they mute the oh, thing, and then they well, listen on 1510. That's going to be his bag. Cause he's that gonna, is going to be his bag, right. but I'm wondering if we could get that worked out for this coming no, weekend. impossible. You know? He's a busy man, is he? No, because there's other people involved, and it's not going to happen. But pretty All soon, right. down, down the road. Down the road, that's going to happen. It's going to be a new name to scream out instead of Chuck, you know, and it sounds wrong. <laughs> you know, we get this. Actually, typically when Chuck does it, it sounds right. It's when Mr. Jonathan does it that there's something going wrong, terribly wrong. Oh. The there cord was too long. Don't worry. I beat you fault. to it. The cord was too long. too long. That's a new one. I've heard the dog <laughs> ate my uh, homework. The cord was too long. Yeah, this is great. Chuck, will you just back me up on this? That the, the thing. Way too long, th- oh, say uh, it like sorry, that. Chuck, we cannot hear Say you. it you like that. Nice. I can hear him in there. The cord nice. was way too long. <laughs> Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chuck's out there making phone calls, trying to get advertisers. My phone's ringing. Who's this guy, Charles? I said, I have no idea. You, you I said, I have no idea. Your name is Charles? I said, I don't know. Who could it be? And, and he says, he called me about the advertising. I said, the only person out there doing that would be Chuck. And he says, well, that would be Charles. And I said, oh. <laughs> Chuck, give me a yes or no by nodding or shaking. Do you tell them that your name is Charles when you call them? Somebody said it. Wow. Yeah, somebody said it. I said, I Maybe. Anyway, isn't that weird? Okay. Wow. That would be like me signing something, John. Just yeah. John. It's not going to happen. What is your name? It's Mr. Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was flying my banner at the Smith Fest thing, which, by the way, if anyone hasn't seen my new manly video, I steal a monster truck. Just to let you know, it's there's awesome. a reason why you should see it. 
I actually steal a monster truck. So would they go on YouTube and go on the Manly videos? Uh, you can go to manlymoments.com, although the video, I'm still learning how to use the new format of that site, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit behind, but it'll be up in the next couple of days if I have to steal your web guy yeah. to show me how to do it again. Uh, but, yeah, you can go to Mr. Jonathan DJ on YouTube. It's the first video that comes up. Pretty funny. He actually jumps <laughs> in. A, he, he takes the monster truck. Well, this was the thing. Fred Smith said he had a special prize for me if I was willing to uh, donate my time for his... Smithfest event that he was doing with Dave, the smoking car show, and he said he had a special prize. Well, I didn't know the special prize was he was going to distract the monster truck driver with the keys on the tire, and I'm like, really? And he's looking at me, giving me the nod, like, as he's walking with the guy on his arm, and I'm like, all right, I'm all in. Dave's only concern was it was not registered for the road. Who's going to pull that over, though? That's a problem. That's what I Let was Let me tell thinking. you, everybody's going to jail when you take that car on the road, and he took it on the road. It's, yeah. Right down Spitbrook. <laughs> I didn't like know the back tires turned. Anything, it's right? not like a regular truck. I almost wiped out the whole side of Two Guys Smoke Shop <laughs> because the back end goes. <laughs> it was crazy. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah. Nicotine, not addictive. All right, this I got to hear. True or false? Well, this is the, actually, you know what? Now that you're saying that because you tend to set things up like this and then it ends up being the opposite of what everybody thinks. Okay. I can go. Weeks and weeks without smoking cigars. If it just happens to not be the right time, you know, I'm, whatever it is I'm doing, I don't have time to smoke. I don't feel a headache. I don't get the jitters. You're barely getting any nicotine. The nicotine content is very small. It's a couple of percent. As little as one, as high as five or something like that, where you get a cigarette, which has over 100%. How over 100% could that be? How do you get over 100%? Because it's added in. It's highly addictive. Like the caffeine that they it's add high, well, in when they well, spray Well, I say highly coffee. addictive. It's highly nicotine. Highly concentrated. Nicotine. Yep. So uh, I recently uh, read an article that basically said that nicotine wasn't addictive. So, uh, Which is funny because he's actually reading that same article right now and struggling with it because he doesn't want to actually read it. I was hoping you did. That's why I gave you a copy of it. There was a group of researchers. We were going right in. I'm sorry. In Israel who found that nicotine was not addictive. Uh, research monitored flight attendants who smoked, and they monitored some Jewish people that on holidays that couldn't smoke according to their religion. And what they noted was that the, especially with the flight attendants, they would start craving the cigarettes as they were getting closer to the plane landing, but through the entire flight not show even one sign of withdrawal like you would see when you have withdrawal. And it, and it didn't matter how long the flight was. If the flight was 16 hours, they didn't get feel it until they were one exactly. hour out. If, they, if it was a four-hour flight, they Which didn't get it until it was one. would tell you what they're doing as soon as the plane is landing. Right. They're going out and lighting up. So you're really dealing with a Pavlovian thing more than you're dealing with an actual addiction to... Pavlovian. Pav Pavlov's Pav dog. Pavlov? Yeah, Pavlov. Yeah, Pavlov. Starts with a P. Every time he rang the bell, he'd oh, feed yeah, the dogs, okay, that's and right. then the it got to the point where he would ring the bell yep. and the dogs would salivate. So, and during the holiday, if it was a three-day holiday thing, no problem, no problem, do without it. So there was no um, addictive quality to the nicotine. I say yes, there is addictive. Not smoking cigars, but uh, I've seen withdrawal symptoms of cigarette smokers that have a tough time with it, but on cigars, I've never seen it. I've had bronchitis last month. I had it for a month. I maybe smoked a few cigars all month uh, because I had to. No, no. Not because you had to, but because because of the nature of your job, right. you had to, right. not 
I was you were a, like, oh, I my God, I was at a cigar I need... event, and I lit up. I did the show and smoked a couple cigars. And really not even pulling on them, just yeah. keeping them lit barely so that you can show that you're smoking. How, I'm wondering how much uh, withdrawal Chuck went through when he quit uh, over, is it eight months now? Yeah. Eight months ago. Any withdrawal symptoms? First month, headaches, shakes. Bad dreams, too, actually. Oh, wow. Bad dreams. Nightmares. Well, uh, Dreaming that I was going to steal your job. Cigars have... That's (laughs) not going to (laughs) happen. Cigars have a natural nicotine in them, a small amount, and it goes through lots of processes that um, the um, nicotine gets washed away. It dissipates a bit, sure. Washed away, and and it's water, and it's aging, and um, it brings it down to a very, very small amount. Um, I have never seen, hey, I'm in the retail business. People were addicted to it. Great, I guess, on the, on the retail <laughs> end. Uh, the thing is, it isn't. And when the economy slowed down, people decided I'm not going to smoke. You see a lot of weekend cigar smokers. You see a lot of cigar smokers only smoke in the summertime on the golf course. And or then, holiday smokers. Right. A ton of holiday smokers. Yeah. So uh, just another step to, to tell, tell you and explain to you that cigarettes and cigars are very, very different animals. You know, people stick them together. Uh, you know, I mentioned the FDA thing over, over and over. H.R. 1639 to uh, take cigars off the FDA. You know, don't let them control cigars. Um, it's a, you know, really Don't separate. let them control food. They can't get that right. right. <laughs> they allowed yellow number five to go in, even though it kills certain cells. You know, I'm very uncomfortable because your but daughter's number... actually here yeah. in the studio. And so well, she's not typing to me and sometimes, telling you you're saying bad things. Yeah, sometimes Usually, she listens to the show. Most weekends she listens to the show, and it's different because I can't see her. So if I say something inappropriate, she just texts you and says, Mr. Jonathan's being disgusting again. Please tell him to stop. But she's sitting right there looking at me. And you won't and now, That's why she's here. She now says, I've got nothing. She says, I've been trying to control him, and I can't. So I'm going to sit directly across from him. And she's like, got this eye contact thing going on, just staring me down. Daring me to say something bad. I dare you. I dare I can't you. do it, G. All right. Let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break because um, you don't know what you're doing. Look, you got all yeah, nervous. He's a little he's flustered. You just something. tricked me. We right. still have two minutes. Well, I'm, I'm going to jump right on and get you, you before you end up saying it. When we come back, John Gazzaro, the regional manager of Leva Cigars and a member of Studio Tobacco. Whatever that is. Is going to join us. We got questions in, uh, for him on uh, his membership in that organization. New cigars hitting our shelves and lots more. Uh, we lost You've been listening that- to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 
2283 has it. Certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra, a little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. And we have back. He points his finger at it. And then you don't have to just kill the music. You, you fade the music out. Just fade it out. This really is a work in progress, isn't it? It is. Because we have to get ready because he's going to be the guy at the he's, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. He's so this be is the show. This, I like this. This is it. So, and then uh, listen, Shh, they can't hear me. Then we don't need them anymore. Gotcha. <laughs> we'll be all set. We, we actually you, can still hear you. We have. Okay, can you? Oh, you can hear. We doing. We can hear you. We can hear you. Sitting right here. All right, we're back with John Gazzaro from. Uh, he's the regional manager of Oliva Family. Of cigars. Correct. And also, studio tobacco. What on God's green earth is a studio tobacco? A studio tobacco is basically our version of a think tank. And it's been around for hmm, three or four years now, but we finally decided to kind of make it public. And uh, by doing that, basically, we created a brand, Studio Tobacco, and that's the parent brand for some of the things that we do at Oliva that aren't necessarily... Um, Oliva products. I mean, but, but is it, it is not a brand. It's not a brand. It's a. It's more of an umbrella. Right. It's right. like. Um, is it like a testing model? Um, I wouldn't say a testing model. It's it's uh, Oliva family of cigars. It's a five generation tobacco family. We're very proud of that tradition. Sure. It's not something. But there are some things that we want to play with and have some fun. Nub being one of them. Cane being the other. Right now, that don't necessarily fit into that that model of five generations of tobacco. You tradition. don't. You don't mess don't with you. you. If you notice what I wore today. Oh, the, 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 uh, the Nub Fedora. Bam. I, uh, I, I don't even have one of those. I think I gave my last one away, so I'm there it glad is. to see that. You, uh, you don't mess with the Oliva brand? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. I mean, we do have some. I mean, we, we, we 
again, it's a think tank, so yeah, if, we come up with an, if we come up with an idea yeah. and it, it works better for Oliva, we'll, we'll, we'll put it over with Oliva. But Oliva's the, a lot like Texas. You just don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You leave it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, there's a lot of manufacturers out there that would love to say that the, the family's been around for five generations growing tobacco. You know, we've got that, but we also want to do some other stuff that might not necessarily fit with a traditional cigar model. So how does one become a studio tobacco? The guy who signs my check asked me, and I said yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, so it's not every, but not every broker, not every... No, no. It's, uh, I think there's six or eight of us on the what we call the executive board of Studio Tobacco, and then there's a uh, consumer advisory board, and that's also something that we did by invitation every year. That is good. Getting the consumer, which is very, very different than, than a retailer itself that has different objections and different mm-hmm. issues. The consumer, the end user, the person that actually and, and burns them. Honestly, those are the people we, we, in the end, we want to listen to them because it's going to benefit everybody. Right. If, if the cigars move off of your shelf, that helps my cause and it helps your cause. That, and that's it. Everything keeps going. So uh, you got the call, said you want to be part of the studio tobacco, um, and it pays it dividends. <laughs> I know. I, I just guessed that it paid nothing. It's absolute pays. Yeah. I get to keep my job. Right. Which there in a go. recession, by the way, the one thing I've learned in a recession, the one thing you never say is that's not part of my job. Yeah, right. So what I did is I said, absolutely, sir. How may I help? Be honored to do it. <laughs> but it, it probably is an honor because no, it, I, they're, they're asking your opinion, which you've got to imagine some businesses or something, they, they don't care what the person no, who works for them wants to it's know. Not Dave a actually is nice enough to give his opinion to all of his employees. Oh, I, I give every, my opinion to all of them. Yeah, yes. And he I gives them their opinions as well. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and it actually works out well with Studio Tobacco because, in my opinion, everybody is entitled to my opinion. Right. So it is. gives me a little little way to vent uh, some of the uh, wacky so, ideas I've had. So the cigar we're smoking right now, that is an Oliva Siri V uh, 6x46 Diadema. Uh, I actually heard something uh, you had said earlier. That is not a Maduro. That's actually Boy, that a, a sun-grown wrapper. <laughs> Um, and it should be a, have a little more kick to it than some of the other Siri V's that you've smoked. It reminds me of a chocolate that Dave shared with me that had uh, it was infused with cayenne pepper. So uh, you, I'm definitely picking up a lot of the sweetness of a uh, almost a bittersweet chocolate. You get a little bit of the bitter flavor. It has a sweet finish and then a and nice kick. peppery kick at the end. But cayenne pepper kick, not a not a it's black not a black pepper. pepper. You know. Yeah. Before the show went on, I was a little nervous smoking anyway. I said, it's probably going to be way over my thing. But I've, I've been very lucky with Oliva V, although it's very full-bodied. It has no harshness to it, any of them. And, and actually, a guy like me that tends to go to the milder side, I always do enjoy Oliva V. They're very strong cigars, but they're properly fermented. And, and when you smoke a strong cigar and it, it really beats you up and you get that kind of hairball yep. feeling on your throat... What that is is the ammonia that hasn't been cured out of the tobacco. And the overriding philosophy of the people that that cure our tobacco and roll our cigars is that that's not what we're going for. We don't want that. We don't enjoy that. And we really don't think that that the end user enjoys that. Sometimes they think they do. They do. But, you know, know, sales will, will show you what happened. You know, somebody will say, no, I really like it. And they come in and they buy it a couple of times. And then the next thing you know, they're off it. And their wallet has told me they, they think they do like it, but they, it was too harsh for them, and they're off it. Yeah, well, it, it, I don't enjoy that. I mean, the, the analogy that we use a lot is it's like mixing a drink. Anybody can take a bottle of Bacardi 151 and throw it in a glass with some ice. That's not mixing a drink. Right. You know, mixing a drink is, is coming up with something that's, that's palpable but is still powerful. Right. You know, it's going to 
get you tuned up. Right. <laughs> so I hate to put it down, but I am going to put it down. It, 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 you know, I thought I was going to – can't wait to put it down because it was overpowering. But it has a good taste to it. I'm okay with it despite its full, full body. And, yeah. and those cigars are actually available. We do uh, a five-cigar gift pack, and uh, that cigar is available only <coughs> in that gift pack. You can't buy that cigar uh, in full boxes. But uh, if you look for that, I know they're out around the holidays. It's one of the five cigars. It's one of the five cigars. It's actually, uh, there's two diademas in that. There's that one, and then there's a larger diadema. And then there's a V Double Robusto, a V Torpedo, and a V Churchill Extra. And, uh, you know, it's out there. Now, they tend to showcasing the full-bodied cigars, but I'll tell you, Oliva makes one of the nicest mild cigars, which is their Connecticut blend. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, we actually have a new size in that, too. We came out with... uh, it's a, a very small, uh, we call it a Petit Corona, but it's actually a little smaller than a classic Petit Corona. It's a 4 by 38 And, th- again, this is uh, where Studio Tobacco... Oh, here we go. Um, wow, he's, he's not just yeah. a producer, he's also a this runner. This is actually um, where, being on Studio Tobacco, you get to do stuff for completely selfish reasons. We wanted a small Connecticut cigar that lasted exactly the amount of time it takes to finish a cup of coffee. And... Uh, there you go. Depends on who's drinking the coffee. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and how big a, it is, right? It's a 15, 20-minute smoke. Yeah. It's nice and mild. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, we're doing real well with it. So, yeah. yeah the, uh, great morning cigar. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, four by 38. Again, the opposite of what everybody's doing. You don't see this at all, and I like it. You know, I'm a big, heavy guy, but you know what? I like a small, small cigar. I can't do these uh, 60 ring gauge things. It, you know, it's... Um, they're selling well. They're selling well, and I, yeah. we've got a ton of stuff in the in, yeah. the in the bigger ring gauges. But yeah, we wanted to try something with the smaller ring gauges, and it's uh, it's also a, it gives us an opportunity to kind of blend a little differently, which you would have to do because there's a lot of wrapper that's here. Right, on you're a getting you're getting a lot. If you like, if if you you know, and the reason I think you would smoke a Connecticut is you want to taste the wrapper, and you, the ratio of wrapper on a small cigar like that, what you're going to taste is the wrapper. How well is the Connecticut blend doing? It's doing Sales very wise. well Great. for us. Very, and how about well the size? That size is doing extremely well for us. Up in around here in New England, where I you know see most of the yeah. sales figures, I know it's going to kick up once the weather gets cold. That's right. That's right. It's going to be a time time issue, and unlike um, you know somebody smoking a cigarette and running outside, you got to. Cigar that's going to last you an hour and a half, and you're going to stand outside doing it because there's no place to smoke anymore. Uh, this is going to be the perfect thing. So, all right, let's move on to the next cigar to light up. This is uh, why is it when we do the pre-recorded shows here, we end up powerhouse smoking? <laughs> Have you noticed that all of our pre-taped ones are like <laughs> you know one be, right after because another. it's not early in the morning, and I'm ready now. I'm ready to start smoking cigars. You know, ten o'clock in the morning, going through four cigars, it's no fun. Right. And now is showtime for me. Now is when go. I want to smoke. All right. Okay. Um, the next cigar we're going to smoke, uh, I don't know everything you've smoked on the show, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably the rarest cigar you've smoked on the show. Yeah. Um, this is a cigar that there's less than 700 of them in existence. Yeah, baby. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's just it's a, it's something we, we did. It's a Cane Daytona Lancero. Which uh, Daytona is um, car the, race? The new, it's a oh, car race. It's a watch. It's a uh, let's see what else is it? It's uh, a, a, a Ferrari that makes a car a Daytona. Yeah. But uh, anyway, this um, it's the latest addition to the Cane line. It is um, in keeping with the Cane tradition. It's a Lajero cigar. It's mostly Lajero, but in which this is the upper part of the 
priming of the top plant, priming, yeah, which gets the, the most strength, most yeah. sun, most strength. But what we did is we used Jalapa Lajero, and this goes for all the canes, not the Cane Daytonas, not just this one. It's uh, from the Jalapa Valley in Nicaragua. It's a very, very flavorful Lajero, but it is not the strongest Lajero. So where the other canes are going to be full body, this is more medium to full body. Did you only make 700 because there just aren't a lot of Lancero smokers to begin with? If you did a full production, you wouldn't sell them, so you make a limited amount, and that way you can sell out of them. We actually, I mean, 700 is such a small number. We did this for research purposes. We had our annual trade show last month in Las Vegas, and we brought 15 bundles of 25, so whatever that number is. I think I came up with 700 when I did the math. I could be wrong. Math was never my thing, and I'm in sales. Go figure. Um, But we did it basically just to hand out and say, you know, what do you think of this cigar? Um, What ended up happening was, A, everybody loved it. So at some point, you're probably going to see this cigar in production. But a a really crazy thing happened, and this could only happen in the cigar business. Um, European Cigar Journal came over to our booth uh, during the show and spoke to Jose Oliva, the, one of the owners of Oliva, obviously, and said, uh, you know, we want you to come to our award ceremony at 5 o'clock today. We've got an award that we want to present to Oliva. And he was obviously touched and, and thrilled, and he went down to the uh, award ceremony. And coming from the award ceremony, he met me. Is it 375? Is it that little? <laughs> Wow, that really isn't your thing. Maybe we did 30 bundles. I'm going to keep it at at, at 700. I'm pretty sure that we did 700 of these. But at any rate, um, he goes down, gets the award, and I'm meeting him afterwards. And he comes comes down, and he's got a crystal award similar to this ashtray. And he puts it down in front of me, and it says, Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year, the Cane Daytona Lancero. <laughs> now, this, no word of a lie, we... It's going to be hard to make sales just, out of that. Yeah, we just literally smoked our first cigars two days ago. And so we're like, is this a mistake? Did, did they mean the, the Siri V Lancero? You know, we make a Cane F Lancero. Who's the poor cigar that was ready to win the award? And then they smoked it that night and said, this is better than that one. Okay. So what, what, that off. what had happened was, is a couple of months ago, they were down touring the factory. And Carlos Oliva, Jose's brother, said, here, here's something we're playing with. Try this. Gave him two cigars. Uh-huh. And off of that, we ended up winning Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year for a cigar that we're not ready to make yet. So I'm assuming at some point next year you're going to see this in, in, in a limited run. To your point, Lanceros don't exactly set the register on fire. Right. Um, Am I, would I be remiss in saying that they're the worst selling, it's the worst selling size? We're selling size. It probably is for me. Uh, we've tried it so many times, and, and they've gotten, you know, they, they're great smoking cigars. They are, but guys, for, for whatever reason, the American market, they're just not comfortable smoking a long, thin cigar. It's not cigar. very manly. No. You can't compensate for much with that. Yeah. But anyway. Um, okay, who's going to smoke this? That's the funny story on the Cane Daytona Lancero. Come over here because it'll break when I miss throw that. So it's a rare cigar. One of 700. So now the 696, it's either mm-hmm. one of 700 or one of 300. So and it's actually, way. it's really tasty. <laughs> I mean, not to toot our own horn, but I will. This is a really good cigar. Well, it's uh, aesthetically beautiful. A Lancero is anyway. I mean, they look really nice uh, when they're well made. You, you have to worry about a drawer all the time because they're so thin. Almost yeah, we actually only have, um, I believe there's only four pairs in our factory. And by a pair, I mean a Bunchero, 
yep. and a, a roller, the guy that's putting the wrapper on. I believe there's only four, um, four teams in our factory that we allow to make Lanceros, and they're the most skilled rollers we have because this is an extremely difficult size to make. If Dave had a factory, there would be a Bunchero, and there'd also be a Lunchero. Yes. He would be the person in charge of making sure everyone got lunch. Because that is the most important thing of the day, right? It always is. Looking forward to that every day. So, yeah, it's going to start out, at least when I smoke it, um, I've noticed with all of the canes, it, it starts out a little bit peppery. And then as you get into it, maybe a half an inch in, it kind of mellows out, and you get a, just a really, really nice flavor off of it. I'll be stoned before the show's over. Yeah. A little heavy? A little heavy. The other one, the other one I started feeling medium, a little bit. Medium plus. Yeah, it's medium, medium plus. But it's a creeper because, you know, even though it's from the, Lahap, uh, the Jalapa Valley, Lajero is still Lajero. Mm. And it's, it's it, like I said, it'll sneak up on you. Smoke this on an empty stomach and you're going to know it. So not only is this cigar um, rare in the cigar of the year, you cannot buy this cigar. Can't, it's no. not for sale. It's, no, I mean... We, not even at any price. It's not for sale. No. These ones are given away. Yeah, because once we won that award, everybody cleaned us out in Vegas. <laughs> and, you know, these, these wow. honestly, I mean, I, I grabbed as many as I could, and I probably have another three or four in my humidor at home. Well, I thank you so much for no, sharing I, this I mean, with it's, us. Hey, it's a great story. I mean, uh, and unfortunately, know. at that show, I barely smoked anything, so I didn't get a chance to, to smoke cigars, and I would have definitely missed this opportunity uh, to at least say I've, I've had it, I try to smoke everything I've, I yeah. could ever get my hands on. Yeah, ho- hopefully. Want. I'll be down in, in Miami for Studio Tobacco meetings in September, and I'm sure that's on the agenda, is exactly how we want to bring this thing to market. Um, nice taste. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I'm getting a uh, white pepper and honey flavor. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing at you. You're even cracking yourself up. I can't at this even point. take it. I can't deal with a straight face. <laughs> this is just what happens. I get the mental picture, and bam, it's there. I taste tobacco. I'm a, I'm an, I'm an idiot savant when it comes to tasting light tobacco. cinnamon, light cinnamon tea. Mm. As light long as you don't start tea. tasting stuff that you're not supposed to taste. Like, I taste pencil lead. That was always my favorite Oh, yeah. One. A light chai tea. You're not going to get notes that for of, me. Notes of pencil lead. Chai tea, which light. has honey in it. Yes. Light. This is oh, what I taste. Oh, my goodness, David. Pretty good. That's a Mr. Jonathan flavor of the week if I've ever heard All one. All right, I'll take over. I taste tobacco. I've taken over. We got... Um, Even the sun shines on a dog's tushy some days. Yeah. Even a broken watch is right twice a day. Twice a day. All right, Zing. <laughs> <laughs> so what else uh, can I tell you about? Um, so that's Studio Tobacco, and you meet every once in a while. You give your opinion. Some go forward and become a product. Some do not. Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's a way for us to have fun. There has to be some advantages to working for yeah. a cigar company. So it's besides tonight, it's, all the free cigars. We get to throw out, we get to throw out ideas. Like, um, you know, the, uh, obviously this was something that, that uh, we said, hey, let's try this. And, and it, basically it is. It's, it's research in, the, in design in the truest form. We do small batches, put them out there, see what people think. All of the cigars that were in the, uh, the Studio Tobacco sampler that we did with the Corvette, yeah. uh, those were all you know, stuff that we brainstormed at a Studio okay. Tobacco meeting. Do you also have to do with the um, promotion, like when we get a Corvette? Yeah, we, we, yeah. We'll, we'll, put, we'll put those together. I'm sure that's also going to be on the agenda for our September meeting. Okay. So, yeah, we, uh, I don't know if anybody uh, out there, um, if you haven't already, StudioTobacco.com. You can go on there and register to win a uh, brand new Corvette. Cost you nothing. Grand Sport. 
Yeah, because it has not? to. You know why? Because if yes. it costs something, the government would right. tell us we're wrong. There's ways around that, too. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Not, so much, yeah. not so much with us, though. No. Uh, I would imagine you'd want to try to fly the straight and narrow if you're in the tobacco no, industry. No, but there's, there's, there's loopholes around everything because, you Why know. Why don't you just tell the government where they can get us more, David? No. Let, let me, like, say you go to McDonald's and you get a French fry and it gives you a chance to do a scratch thing. If you buy the French fry, you get a chance to win the prize. But if you don't want to buy the French fry, you can still play. Do you know that? No, I didn't know because that. Because that's a law. You go up there and you... You say, I want to play this, and I'm not buying a French fry, and they have to let you play. They're going to make you stand in line. There's a spotlight that's going to go over to you. Everyone's going to point at you. They're going to say, look, it's him over there. So it becomes the Mr. Jonathan <clears throat> show. I'm all in. Well, whatever. But um, I'm all about it being my then, show. Then they dig and find the one that's absolutely the, the, the loser, the one with the green back on it or no whatever. No purchase necessary. Yeah, and this is the no purchase necessary yeah. guy. But what, what ends up happening, and, and we actually ran into this. I hope the lawyers don't. Fire me for sharing. Nobody's this. listening, by the way. The oh, listen oh, good. There's only no, twelve thousand hits on where, our podcast. Where you, where, you, where you run into a problem is what they call consideration. So if we were to do a promotion where um, we were giving away um, this lighter, yeah, and we were doing a promotion at, at your store, and everybody that came in and buys buys a cigar gets one ticket. But if you buy a box of cigars, you get ten tickets. But there's no purchase necessary. We'll give you a ticket. Just for just for showing up. Yeah, yeah. The problem is that consideration, that that fact that by buying more, you're Get getting more. consideration yep. to win, and it just turns into a big mess. And uh, you're just better off saying, you know what, no purchase necessary. We're still going to do the promotion. Um, sign on to the website if you want. It just keeps us from from having to deal with headaches. Okay. So where do they go again? Uh, Studiotobacco.com. Okay, picture of you on there? Uh, I don't know if it's a picture. There's a little bio there. there it says absolutely nothing because I wrote it. And <laughs> yeah. I don't really. So now you should take a lesson out of my handbook then. <laughs> whereas the folks that are, that are listening and would like to try the cigar and can't, and usually we like to explain a cigar to them uh, so that they go into a store and buy it. The closest thing to this cigar would be the Cane Daytona 543, which is the Petite Corona. This is a 38 ring gauge. The the uh, 543 is a 5x43. So it's a little shorter and it's a little thicker than this. And it's also very affordable. I, I, I have to think that's a that's a $5 cigar in New Hampshire. Okay. And, and taste very, 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 very similar. similar. Very similar. Okay. So that's so a light chai tea. It's got a light chai Yes, a light chai With tea. With a side of string bean almondine. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, n- explain to me... Um, any ideas that you guys brought up that were completely shot down? That, like, what are you, crazy? I mean, you guys came out with a short, fat cigar that I thought was a little crazy when it came out. And it's Nub, and it set the world on fire. I cannot believe the launch of Nub. What, it has to be the single biggest launch of any cigar ever. And the odd look that it had to it. And to even make it even better, you guys came out with a tubed Nub. Oh, yeah, that's right. The tubes came out at the show. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, my God. I don't know if you've, you've tried the nub in a tube yet, but there's a cedar lining inside the tube, and it actually Here makes the nub taste even better than it did before. I've smoked it now that it, that it came yeah. in a tube. Tube cigars, this is always one of those 
uh, debates among the cigar geeks, does a, a cigar in a tube taste different than a cigar does. in cellophane? I absolutely agree with you. I think it does, does an uncellophane cigar taste different than it does in cellophane? I think if you put it in a cedar box, the same type of thing happens. Right, yeah. right. So with, with some time, and who knows Holy when they may smoke. I haven't seen right those there? before. Wow. Beautiful. You want to talk about a work of art. Yeah, we've actually got, uh, there's a guy on uh, one of the Nub forums, Nub Live, and he's uh, bought a bunch of these and he's turned them into tris- Christmas tree ornaments. Wow. So he's got a, a Nub Christmas tree. But yeah, these are the, uh, these are the Nub Tubos that we uh, came out with at, at the show in Vegas. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just something. More proof that, that you take any English word and you add the letter O to the end of it, it becomes a Spanish word. Nubbo. Oh, Tubo. Tubo. Yeah. <laughs> we miss that. Well, That's tubo. how it works. So in, inside uh, is an uncellophaned cigar, piece of cedar inside there, and it brings on a different taste to it. Yeah, and they're actually selling extremely, extremely well. Oh, i got to imagine uh, for a uh, little – handing somebody a cigar or something like that, an assortment pack of something like this would be fantastic. Uh, packaging is beautiful. It's awesome. It's an awesome cigar. And you get at least an hour out of that. Yeah, you, most guys will get between 45 minutes and an hour out of it. I smoke like I've got a gun to my head. I smoke very, I mean, look at that. I yeah. smoke very, very quickly, and, and I'll get 45 minutes out of a nub. Hmm. Um, it's simple physics. On a 60-ring gauge cigar, you've uh, got more surface area for the heat to dissipate, so the cigar burns slower. Well, people have bought a nub before because, and I've, they've come right to the register and say it. Now I'm just going to buy a nub because I don't have all that much time. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. You're in this We're, one for the long haul. Yeah, they think they think they got a 10, 15-minute cigar there. Maybe on this little one, like you said. That's going to be 15, yeah. 20 minutes. But this one is going to last you. Something that I've done with Nub, because I I don't ever believe advertising ever. You guys have the advertisement that says true story, and it's the Nub stand. The yeah. Nub standing right up, all the way up to the band. I've done it. It works every, every time. time. Every time. Is yeah. it? Can you tell us what the secret is, or is that a trade it's, it's secret? Actually, it's not really a trade secret. It's um, got a rod in there. No, like it's, I mean I, of... I've done it. You've done it. I, you know, I'm sure everybody that smoked as soon as more you see the advertisement, you're, you're all like, in. I, you got to buy one. You got to try. Yeah. Um, the secret is it's a properly made cigar. It's uh, there's a lot of quality control in, in everything we roll, and it's it's making sure that there's enough tobacco in that to a make sure it's going to burn for 45 minutes. But the byproduct of that is if you're careful and you hold the ash. You can actually stand the cigar up on I'm, its ash. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't all that careful. I wanted it to fail, and it didn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on anyway. Yeah, I wondered if you, you put an extra binder on it. Or, there or there are ma- some cigars that will actually you can you can pull the stem right out of the middle of it. You know that explains why those cigars will hold the ash. Is there anything like that going no. on in a note? Nope. It's uh, it's just basically there's a there's a, in terms of, of gram weight there's as much tobacco in a four by sixty cigar a, as you would normally see in a in a seven by fifty Churchill. It's just really? a lot of there tobacco. So value-wise, that's a fantastic value. It's a, it's a fantastic value, and it also explains why it's not a $2 cigar. Right. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it is a value product, but a lot of people, when they look at it, they're like, I'm not, for a 4-inch cigar, why is it, you know? Use less wrapper or the same amount of wrapper because of the, the girth? I would have to. Um, you know what? You're probably using a little less wrapper, only because, I don't know if you know this, but... Whether a cigar is nine inches long or whether a cigar is three inches long, you 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 give the wrapper when you're making the cigar the same amount of turns. Sure. Um, so I would assume on a smaller cigar, even though that it's a 60 ring gauge, you're probably using a little less wrapper. But you can but you can also get away with using a smaller leaf. You smaller don't have leaf, to go exactly. for the big bad. Yeah. 
Mamma Jamas. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? You, no matter how long the cigar is, you, you give it four turns around. It, I don't know if the number's four, but it's the same amount of turns. And that's, that's interesting. W- and that's why longer cigars are harder to roll. Like, if you go to a cigar factory and you see somebody rolling an A, which an A is a 9 by 47 that's the classic A size, the guys that are rolling the A's are usually guys, they're not women, and they've got hands like baseball mitts because they have to roll a 9-inch cigar and do it in only, I, I want to say it's three turns. Um, uh, yeah. Is so. it like a cigar lore, like it's bad luck if you do it four times or two times? It's or just been it? done that way for 300 years. And why why mess with perfection? Yeah. Nice. I, I learned something today. It's good when you learn something. It is good. You learn something every day. But I didn't know that, and I've watched people rolling. Son of a gun, you are right. Well, you are somewhat right. It is four turns. You know, you know what I say is like one, two, three, four. You know, you can see yeah. four, four. I burned through the through first number four. But uh, I didn't. So, I mean, you're talking dramatics. they got different sizes. Yeah. Here. Oh, no. It's, it's always the same amount of turns. I learned something. Yeah, I wonder you learn something, too. You learn something here on the show every once in a while. How did we even get on that subject, too? I can't believe we got there. Oh, you were asking about the wrapper on the nub. Yeah. That's always fascinating to me when someone comes out. There's a couple of cigars that are so large, both in ring gauge and in length, that they can only use certain wrappers. And so that's, yep. that's why that cigar is in limited production because there's only so many of those large wrappers. Nub you could make forever because you can vary the, the size of the wrapper leaf. Right. You can, you can get away with using a smaller leaf Absolutely. than if you were making a... You have more chance of hitting a perfect leaf. So Studio Tabacs is going to be all about making small runs. Uh, that's, you know, it, we're still a work in progress. Yeah. That's definitely something we're going to be playing with yeah. is doing. Do you come out with a Studio Tabacs cigar? Um, let's see. I don't know if that's something we're going to do. I think we're going to leave Studio Tabac as the umbrella brand and maybe come out with other brands under the Studio Tobacco umbrella. Maybe the second band, this is the Studio Tobacco of... Some of the, some of the limited editions, the, uh, the idea is that we're going to be using a second band on them. Like our first limited edition that we're, we're doing ourselves is the KNF Lancero, and you'll have that in October. Uh, it's actually a Lancero in a tubo, and it's got two bands on it. It's got the, the red KNF foot band, and there's a little black Studio Tobacco band on that also. This is spicing up. Cinnamon... It's getting much, much stronger. Mine just hit a, a wave of real sweet vanilla. That chai thing that you put out there is so spot on. Now it's like a vanilla chai. But what's nice about this is, and the reason I think guys smoke Lanceros, they want a cigar that's going to develop. It's not going to be the same cigar at the beginning. Yeah. And, and this cigar will go through, the flavor profile definitely <clears throat> changes as you smoke it. I was afraid of this because I had a bad experience with a KNF on the show. Oh, that was, oh, yeah, those were, yeah. It was like, well, it was knocked me on my That's when I was, yeah, I was actually on for that show, and I told you guys, I'm like, guys, it's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. This is not. Oh, it was so brutal. Yeah. And then this, I'm, I was dreading it, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. I'm with Havy on this. This is my favorite right yeah. now. The KNF is, it's, a, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's 11 o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. all right. Cat's out of the back. <laughs> no. Time warp. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. I don't do well with the time warp. No, uh, that's fine. But uh, no, either. it's um, uh, the KNF is is probably f- almost forty percent um, Estelle Lajero. Uh, 
And the Estalalajero is, is the powerful leaf. That's the leaf. If you smoke a cigar that really gets you, nine times out of ten, it's going to be Estalalajero. Whereas this is the, is, is the um, Jalapa Valley Lajero, and it's the... the it's as, a sweet as, cousin. Yeah, as, as Nicaraguan Lajeros go, this is the, the opposite. This is a, a, a sweet, um, very flavorful, but not full-bodied leaf. All right, we're looking for a scoop on something that we don't know is coming out yet. As if it's not enough that you taught us something. Right, you taught us something. Live on the air on a Saturday morning. We like to be the cigar authority. Wink, we like wink. to know everything. Nudge, nudge. But, you know, we certainly don't know everything, but we're, we're trying to act like it anyway. But let's see, something I can tell you. Something you really can't tell we're us. We're actually we're hoping for a slip that gets you fined. Something I can't tell you. Um, <laughs> again, there's nobody listening. There is a very good possibility that um, we will be doing a very, very short run of nubs for Kurt Kendall. Oh, uh, for 724? A 724 nub. Isn't that something? Yeah. And, I, and by small batch, I mean very, very small batch. Um, everybody loves Kurt. Yeah. Uh, including us. Kurt's a good friend of ours. And uh, we wanted to, uh, or, you know, he came to us and said, you know, will you do a, just a real short run of 724 nubs? And we're still in the experimental stage on Try blends. to make it blend. Yeah, we're going to try, try and make a blend that's going to be a little different from the 724 blend, but still respect what he's done so far. Yeah. Um, some of the ideas I've had is I, I want to try and use a Brazilian leaf because his 724 is a, a Brazilian wrapper. Yeah. But we want, to, we want to make it different so that it's just not a 724 in a nub size. And, and again, that'll be very, very short run. Nice. Um, we're going to be doing uh, the limited edition, and I think, the number is going to be either three or maybe 5,000 boxes of the KNF Lancero. That'll be out in October. Uh, we hooked up with Ernie Padilla Ooh. to do a, a run of 10,000 cigars. I love this collaboration yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, you know, it's, and that's, that's it. awesome. It's and like when our, you know, uh, historic rock bands get together for, to make a super group. Right, right. No, it's, it's awesome. Um, and what we, you're obviously high on this limited limited production stuff. We wanna, well, little micro brands. It's something and we what? haven't done. And yeah. It's something we want to at least you know, try and yeah. see and see what it see what it does. All right. In I the mean, interest of honesty, is the short run a way of using up tobacco that would otherwise just be sitting there fermenting and aging, where you can you've got some really awesome tobacco that you've used in different cigars and now you can make a super cigar. It has to be a short run because you're never going to get that tobacco that, again. And so now you can make all these superstars. That's definitely part of it is that, is that you can, you've got a lot more leeway in how you blend if you know you only have to make 10,000 cigars. That's awesome. Now, there, there has not been a short-run cigar that I've ever tried that's been a crappy cigar. They're always outstanding cigars. They do a short run. And that's to, that's to say, you know, a McDonald's hamburger stinks. They can make millions and millions of them, but they, and they're all going to stink the same exact way. And then some sort of great burger or something, they only make, you know. My mom used to make a soup that she would call garbage soup, which is a terrible name for it, but it was always our favorite. It would always be different because she'd take all the leftover vegetables that were in the fridge and she'd make something new and exciting out of it. And, man, was it always awesome because it was all the leftover pieces of stuff that we liked anyways. Bam, throw it in a soup, and now you've got... She called it garbage soup. It's a terrible yeah. name, but anyway, it, it certainly keeps the the industry interesting. It's something to talk about for not only our show, but when somebody comes in, the most common thing asked in a cigar store is always What's the same new? thing. What's new? 
They want to know what's new, and you tell them, you know what, we got six boxes of these. They just came in. There's only six we're going to get. If you're going to give them a try, give them a try. It usually doesn't last long, and everybody gets to give it a try. You even hate to – I think it's an add-on sale pretty much as opposed to somebody switching or something. They're adding on to that particular sale because, you know what, if I come back next week, it happened to me last time. Yeah, this no, it's, then it's, we did that with the, uh, the Serie V number four that you had mentioned. Uh, was it, it's Mike mentioned yes. that earlier, not yep. Chuck. Yeah, Mike mentioned the uh, Serie V number four. That's something we only sell in Europe, but we offered it as a, a – um, kind of a thank you for the guys that made the trip out to Vegas. Speaking of Europe, you're big in Europe. Uh, European Cigar Magazine, not just this year with this particular cigar, but in past. I've been at the award ceremonies. Olive is always up there with something that they make. You guys have a strong presence so, against the Cuban cigars, a, obviously. Well, it's a worldwide company at this point, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a point of pride that we can go toe-to-toe against the Cubans and win these awards. Right. And when you go into, you know, Jay Fox in London, there's Oliva in the window. And along, along with Cohiba and Beehike and all the biggest yep. thing, and, and there's the one taking it. So. And you don't have to break any laws to get our cigars. Absolutely. I, I think Nicaraguan cigar is actually the best tobacco in the world right now, thank and, you. and that's what Oliva's using. Thank you, John Gazzaro, for My joining pleasure, us. guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, it's the Ultimate Cigar Event. We're going to tell you all about that and uh, tell you what's going on. Uh, Chuck is back with Mr. Jonathan, but uh, who's going to be the producer next time? I think we have a little contest to decide who's going to be the producer (laughs) and who's going to be the sidekick. Uh, We'll let you guys decide on that. Great new cigars that are hitting the shelves right now uh, that were spoken for the first time and lots more. So stick around, folks. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. back of the box is where all the bull goes but in this case there's no box it's a bundle a bundle of desperado cigars as a matter of fact there's no band no fancy ads no promotions or any bull at all because that costs money and desperado cigars are about saving you money these are not first quality cigars not seamless not perfect or spectacular in any way They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second-quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at com. 
Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang-for-your-buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild, white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body, green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep, dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang-for-your-buck premium cigar, period. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Terry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. We're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? And we are back. Live here. Yeah, live. <laughs> We're live. We are uh, alive. We are alive. Uh, interesting conversation during the break. Yes. Um, of these collaborations between brands. I would really like to see that happen. Uh, it's great it's happening to between Nub and 724, putting the things together. But we're talking about imagine if some of these companies got together and said, let's make a super cigar for a charity or for the, the CRA. The CRA, I think, is the best play. Um, You'd get somebody like um, uh, Fuente Opus X to team up with Padron Anniversario and make the the Opus Anniversario. You know, what would you pay for that? You know, and, and be that awesome. really is the question. What would you pay for that? My firstborn child. You would definitely <laughs> have to have it, right? You would. It's def- a must-have. Yeah, that's. So the if you could, but there's egos involved. There's you know. No, it's not quite right. It's not closer to my Opus X than it is to Padron. But you'd make a box-pressed Opus X with the Anniversario bottom band on the Opus X. And there's the team together. And wow. You know, and there's, you can think of a million, you know, you cigar geeks out there. There's a million different options of things that could happen. Something that's making me think. I mean, would you say that Padron and Davidoff are kind of the guys that are battling out for the top spot as far as high-end? Demanding. A well, high cost for their, well, for their cigar. Well, La Polina, which we're going to smoke the next La Polina. I'm going to give you one of these to smoke. We're going to smoke it next as a thank you to you. Oh, this isn't even out yet. My pleasure. Thank the, you, guys. This is a, uh, a La Polina El Dario, which means daily. 
it's uh, the Daily Smoke because their cigars range in, in the $20 range. And uh, they made a Grey Cliff. This is completely different. This one is made, um, oh, God, having my information ready here, Reyes uh, Cubana, which uh, they're making some real popular stuff out of Honduras. So here's one for you and one for whoever you choose. Chuck gets it this time. Um, rolled in the factory in Honduras, La Polina Cigar. El Dario is a perfect complement to any acclaimed original line, the family series. El Dario is a richly flavored medium-bodied cigar, they're saying, and even characteristics, which I won't tell you. Uh, straightforward blend. Um, it's the daily in Spanish, which is a, a cigar more affordable that you can smoke daily. Their more affordable is 10 to $12. Okay, so they're still up there in price anyway. They are going to have, I say going to have because the cigar is not out yet. They are going to have five sizes. One of you guys, how did this cigar come, come to be? How did we get this cigar? Because this was mailed to me, to the Cigar Authority. It must have been you, Chuck, yeah? So they ended up sending it with some information on it and said, uh, you know, thank you for your inquiry. So somebody inquired for it anyway. Uh, this is a thick one here. What would you say this is? I'm going to guess that it's a 62 ring gauge. Six no. by 58. Oh, all right. Six by 58. This is the Gordo. Okay, it's going to be 11.55 for the cigar. And um, the the Reyes uh, Cubana factory, they're making uh, some great cigars out of there. They get a lot of attention. Most of them being very full-bodied cigars. They're, they're calling this uh, medium. We'll see about that. Um, the people at La Polina is um, the Paley family, which is uh, NBC, NBC TV, NBC Radio they started off as, NBC, NBC TV. First, they started off with their cigar brand in the early 1900s. Uh, radio starts coming to be. They get into the radio business, turns into NBC TV. Uh, they make their fortune. They, they push the cigar brand aside, shut down the factory. They're making millions of dollars uh, on media and um, they did very well from what I understand, and I, know, I don't know them very well, but very, very charitable family that, that do a lot for people. And um, Bill Paley, the um, grandson of the cigar maker, the uh, son of the um, media mongol, um, decided to bring back his heritage. The uh, lady on the, on the band here is his grandmother. There you go. And he decided... Uh, he loves cigars. CBS? It's actually CBS. Yeah, tell me when I'm wrong, baby. CBS, not NBC. CBS, I'm so <laughs> sorry for that. That would be the comp competitor, CBS. Okay. Um, so their first cigar, which was made in the um, Great Cliff Factory in the Bahamas, uh, very nice cigar, very, very pricey. Um, you I'm getting know, a uh, blood orange on the pre-light. Blood orange. Yeah, it's citrusy. It's sweet. That's exactly what I was going to say. You're not even smoking, you jerk. You're unbelievable. <laughs> uh, can I just side note, this Lancero, I love smoking Lanceros. It's the best draw I've ever had. Perfect draw. Of any Lancero. I'm saving mine, and I'll be relighting it at the end of the show because you can't get it, so I'm going to finish it. 
Unless I smoke it on you. It's a shame to light it and put it down. And it is, yeah. We'll Moving on. It. So we will go back to it, but we try to get at least two cigars in every show. As we mentioned on the show, we really smoke cigars in the show. It's legit. Uh, unlike some cigar shows, uh, we're not operating out of a studio. We're really lighting the cigars up. Uh, we do it in a cigar store every week. Which I'm on a strict gag order, by the way, Mike. I'm not allowed to scream no. out the names of the shows never, as he says that. No. But I want to. No. The other shows that don't really do it. You know who you are, and I know who you are. <laughs> and, and now everybody knows who they are. They're the other people. So, but the key to doing, you know, a cooking show would be actually cooking. The, the, the major factor in talking about a different cigar is to light it up and actually smoke it. You could have smoked it yesterday and talked about how you smoke it and pulled it off and stuff. But you know what? And we've had it happen. You get a cigar that ends up having a tight draw. It didn't burn well. Whatever ended up happening, it happens, and you, you say it because we're, we're actually on TV at the same time. You can see it, and it is what it is. So sending us the cigar, we haven't smoked it yet. It's well, a gutsy move. Right, because we could say it's no good. You know, uh, mm. we're not saying that. We're just lighting it up. But I'm getting a sweetness right on the, uh, right on the, the light. From a Lancero to a 58 ring gauge. Yeah, it's a different kind of pull. On the Lancero, you end up wanting to pull a little bit lighter because you can you can really heat it up by pulling too hard. And then this one, you almost can't pull hard enough. This is heavy. This is heavy at a medium for me right off the bat. Every time I hear the word heavy, I think of Back to the Future. Explain. Doc, Doc had a real problem with the use of the word Because I don't want to say strong because people... I, I hate the word strong because it, it's so negative. You know, yeah, no, no. So, so what other word? Full, no, I like the word body. heavy. I'm just yeah. saying it makes me think of Back to the Future because Doc kept complaining every time Marty would say, oh, this is heavy, Doc. Heavy. There's that word heavy again. Well, that was in, in those days. Heavy was intense, right? Mm. More intense than um, nice. That is nice. Um, so Honduras. So it's made in Honduras. We'll get to the cigar as we smoke it and get through it. But speaking of Honduras, you all, you all know the brands Punch, Hoya de Monterey, that have been out for many, many years. Um, it was uh, Danny Blumenthal was the uh, chairman of Villazon and Company. Uh, he brought Hoya de Monterey and Punch uh, into Honduras from Cuba. He was in the cigar business most of his life. He started working with his father in his retail store in 1939 in New York City. As a, as a boy, 14 years old, um, uh, well, uh, Mr. Blumenthal, Danny Blumenthal, uh, has passed away this week. He died Thursday, August 17th, at his home in Saddle River, New Jersey, at the age of 94. Good run, uh, good World run, War Danny. Vet. He, uh, this, this guy was importing uh, Claire Havana cigars uh, in the day, in the 50s. Um, he um, certainly brought his his trademarks of uh, Punch and Hoy de Monterey to the top of the game. And uh, he sold out uh, in the 90s to General Cigar and uh, stayed with them for quite a while. Uh, it's still a product now of General Cigar, the, the, the makers of Macanudo and Potagus, and they, they bought it um, for the, the uh, strong demand there was for Hoy de Monterey, Excalibur, uh, Punch, Banshees, lots of other brands that went along with them. Interesting fact about him is in the months before the Cuban embargo, uh, Blumenthal and his business, uh, his associate, 
Frank La... Yaneza. Thank you, Yaneza. They bought as much Cuban tobacco as they could find. They bought so much, they were actually able to blend it well into the 70s. That's right. Into their cigars. Yeah. So it all, always had a little bit of uh, Cuban cigars inside of it, and they didn't advertise it as such. You know, the, the cigars out there with supposedly Cuban cigar, Cuban tobacco in from the 1950s and stuff like that, it's all baloney, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for not pulling a Frank Herrera. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, uh, but other, other radio shows are going to start calling swearing on the air the Frank Herrera because he does it every time. <laughs> I yeah. preload that guy. For weeks before his interview, Frank's please don't swear on the show. Please don't swear on the show. And then, well, here's a Cuban Im- immigrant that uh, came to this country, became a uh, lawyer, and he fights for the Cubans in America, their rights, their trademarks, and stuff like that. He obviously gets v- very excited and uh, when I mentioned when I mentioned spirited. Fidel Castro's name. It was Fidel Castro's birthday. The producer on the radio show must have bleeped for 10 seconds. Full dump. Yeah. It was, Gone. It was, I didn't know what the sound was. I said, I think we're off the air. What happened? <laughs> because it wasn't a second or two. It just kept going and going. 10 seconds. I, we're off the air, and all of a sudden we're back, and then the producer whispers in our ear and says, you know, I had a yeah, – uh, delete the guy. And he goes, I'm Frank sorry. Herrera pulled a Frank Herrera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, they, they're, they're very, very passionate there was There was a, a batch of uh, Cuban tobacco. I remember uh, early on me coming to this store, there was a, a box, like a humidor box that had certain cigars in it, and they were very expensive, and they were supposedly made of 100% Cuban tobacco that was found in a warehouse. What was that all about? Uh, what was the name of that? Pargus 150? No, Pargus 150. Warehouse. But that wasn't Cuban, actually. That was Cameroon from, like, 50 years old. What was that brand? Pinar. Pinar. Right, not Pinar del Rio. <clears throat> Pinar B or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they had paperwork on it. I don't know. They had paperwork on it. That's all I know. But, you know, I was in the business in the 90s, mid-90s. The cigar boom is going rampant. We couldn't get any cigars, and people were sitting on bales and bales of tobacco. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, they wait another 15 years, 10 years, and say, here it is. You know, people were paying top dollar at that time. I don't buy it. That was like 2004, I think, Yeah. that you guys had that in here. Maybe it's possible. I mean, once in a while, we'll find stuff in our humidor that we forgot about. It's true. Maybe. I, I found things... Ten years old, I'm embarrassed to say, that all of a sudden, wow, you know, it gets pushed and knocked back or whatever. And, you know, we do inventory and we check these things and stuff. But little cubbies, hidden, hidden little areas in the store where we, oh, i got to put these aside. I'm going to put these over here so it'll be safe. And then you totally forget. And humidity is going into them and it's all set, but we certainly found stuff anywhere. So anyway, uh, my deepest condolence to the Blumenthal family. 94, that's a hell of a run. Uh, Danny said one thing uh, that uh, um, is important. I don't feel any different than I felt 40 years ago except when I look in the mirror. This was an old guy when he was in the cigar business, and uh, he always felt young. You know? Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. They just work and work and work. 94, and, uh, you know, 10 years ago, at 84, he was working. 
So I don't know what he did, uh, but from what I understand, a very charitable guy, did a lot for a lot of people. So uh, I'm sure he'll be missed and remembered in this industry. Every time I look at a punch or hear the Monterey, I'll think of him. Danny Blumenthal, 94 years old. Gone. Uh, what do we got? Um, the ultimate event. I got to tell you about that. And I got to tell you. They, they've piqued my interest. Yeah, piqued your interest, but you know what? I'm digging. And well, I'll I tell you a story about my grandfather while we're here because it makes – every time I think about World War II and, and all that. Yeah, let me dig through uh, this. My grandfather at 92 years old insists – he lets us know months in advance that he's coming up and he insists that we put aside projects for him that he can do when he's up here. Now, this is someone – he's retired. He's got a pension from God knows what. He's got a Social Security. He's got savings. He worked really, really hard his whole life. Retires. He is sitting pretty. Millions. 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 Really? And I got to be nice at home. <laughs> he does little projects for his family, and this is what he lives for. He wants, when he comes to my brother's house, and my brother's a contractor, he wants my brother to put aside all the little detailed stuff. Now, when he has nothing to do, let me tell you what he does. He walks around my brother's yard with a magnet and collects all of the nails that have fallen out from the various projects, you know, a nail bends or whatever, my brother throws it away out in the grass, whatever. So he gets the magnet, he collects all the nails, and he will spend hours straightening nails. No way! And putting them in cigar boxes by their size, and then he will... <laughs> this is a guy with millions. He will ship the nails back to his home in Florida uh, so that he has nails down there. And he's just so proud that he has straightened all of these nails. And, you know, he takes a nap. He gets up. He goes back to straightening nails. Like, that's his job. Is this your grandfather? This is my grandfather. In? He comes in, yes. Forgets that we're on the air, walks and bumps the camera. Yeah. Comes up and shakes Dave's hand. How old? Yeah. 92. 92, smokes cigars every day. Six or seven cigars a day, three fingers of scotch every day. It's unbelievable. And every time he comes in and there's a pretty Happy. girl in here. Oh, yeah. She doesn't even have to be that pretty. She could be a two outside. She, of course, she walks in. She's a six. But that's cigar math, by the yes. way, with the hardness <laughs> of girls. She walks in, and she's the prettiest thing. And I'm flirts. making this girl laugh. I'm enjoying it. Then your 80, 90, 92-year-old grandfather walks in, and the girl's like, oh, never mind. I'll go talk to him. And yeah. I'm like, come on. You, you were handsome. He's charming. Yeah. <laughs> charming. Maybe she can smell the money. Uh, you know, I'm embarrassed to say I don't have that uh, ultimate smoke on the water slip. Let's play a fun game I called dropped it. What If This Was Mr. Jonathan Losing the Paperwork. Oh, my God. WWDD. Well, I'll tell you. What it, would David do? It's probably you in your have pile. It. Do you have it in your pile? Please, right. God. Please, God. Please, God. <laughs> oh, this is priceless. Well, I'm going oh. to get all the details for you next week. I can't believe it's not here. It fell out. But it's a Rocky Patel. I'll tell you about it anyway. I don't have the dates and stuff. It's not till next year anyway. But I think it was pretty cool. I think it's six nights on, um, on a cruise with Rocky Patel. That you can smoke on. Smoking cruise. Anywhere on the boat. No, I don't think it's up there, Have, but you can go look. Unless it fell out somewhere. Uh, huh? Ed has it. Oh. I gave Ed the pamphlet? Yeah, Why? we gave it the pamphlet. It was on the back shelf. You guys do know that we're on a radio show right now. You gave it to Ed. John Gazzaro walking out. 
John Gazzaro is leaving the building, ladies and gentlemen. It's nighttime out because we're recording the show at night. He's Still, leaving wait, into the I dark. I thought it was noon. <laughs> it's really 125. That's what I got on my 125. Actually, no. It's actually 120. We started five minutes late. Mm. So it's 120. It's 120. Check your, your clock. The, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I love that we changed the subject from the fact that you lost a p- valuable piece of paperwork on the show. And if this happened to anybody else, it would be our heads. Well, anyway. Rock There's got to be a punishment I'll, for him. I'll get the information for you next week. Uh, actually, I'm going to be with Rocky Patel tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This time warp is going to have he's me messed up. Ro- he's coming to the Rocky Mountain Festival tomorrow, Sunday. So Rocky will tell me all about it, and he'll be able to explain what the ultimate um, event is. So even better... You know what? I'm going to hold this information I have. I'm almost thinking you did it on purpose. No, I. That's why you're not that upset. It was on purpose. So, so this, the <laughs> teaser into let, let Rocky exp, Rocky Patel explain the Rocky Patel Ultimate Event. But you know what, Cruz? So I, I did ask, and then you guys got sidetracked with your non-radio yeah. discussion. You can smoke anywhere on the boat. Yeah, well, I don't know. I we'll mean, ask if, him tomorrow. If, yeah. We'll if anyone could pull that off, it would be Rocky Patel. You can smoke, I mean, he, on, you can smoke on the boat. He's the man. You know, it's a casino on a boat, so probably, maybe? The last cruise I went on to, you weren't even allowed to smoke in the casino. It was very lame. There I'm was sure. a single well, room, a cigar room, and you could only smoke during certain times. I'm in sure, the cigar knowing smoking him, room. I'm sure this is a sensational boat. Yacht or not yacht? What do you, what do you call them? Yeah. Ocean liner. It's yeah, going to be a you know. It's six days. Yeah, this is big. This is big. How many tickets? Oh. You don't know because you don't have the paperwork. I want to. I want to save that information for Rocky to explain <laughs> to you tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> don't you understand what's the matter with you? Oh You're not goodness. following the. the uh, this, is, this is a whole level of sickness <laughs> that I've just. I'm just not even used to, and I'm no, used to you. I cannot believe that isn't here. Cannot believe it fell, it fell out. And this is what it, happens when you have live radio. My, it was back when my papers back there, all by itself, and you gave it to Ed. It was on the deposit slips, the two national. Here we go. We're actually spot. talking about Two Guys Smoke Shop inner workings right now on a radio show <laughs> that has nothing to do with Two Guys Smoke Shop except that you own it. This is the show. You told me let's not prepare for the show and just. Wing it. Just wing it. That was before I did the show by myself, and then I said, we're going to over-prepare, and we're going to make sure we have copies upon copies of everything. La Polina El Dario. What do you think? Well, first of all, it's smoking very slow. We've been smoking it now for 20 minutes, and I've moved half an inch. Right. Really, huh? It this is, is a slow burner. A slow burner, yeah. I don't find it overpowering, though. Maybe no, it's, it's it, the fact that it's 8 o'clock at night over here, but it's... It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter with you. It, uh, <laughs> Are you drunk? And you know what? The first couple puffs, it tasted very, very up there, more full body than it did medium, like they said, but calm down. Yeah. Early aggressive, which is Honduran tobacco anyway, early aggressive. I feel the flavor of the week coming on. Hang on. Oh, here it comes. Flavor. It's not there yet. See, now this should be... Broom. Ladies and gentlemen. I did that. You flavor. didn't like it. No? Yeah, remember I had the whole thing. I worked it up. Mr. Jonathan's Flavor of the Week. Week, week, week. Because <laughs> it was very weak. weak yeah, it was weak. hours of cutting. Yeah. <laughs> for you to poo-poo. Uh, hey, Havy, help me with this. New cigars hitting our shelves this week. This is good because you are the Mr. Jonathan of the real world. Like, I play 
this guy who pulls flavors out, you were doing it long before I did in the cigar shop. I would come into you and give you $20 and say, I want you to pick me out whatever your favorite thing is. Don't tell me what it is. I want to smoke it. I still can't tell you what countries anything's from or anything. But You couldn't tell Honduran from this? No. I taste Honduran and Nicaraguan. That's all it is. I'm guessing. This is Honduran and Nicaraguan blend. See if they got any information on this. With this so thing. anyway, so Mike would... What do you mean anyways? No, you're looking because you're not a good reader I'm, live on the air. So you read, memorize, and then talk, and I'll talk about I'm going to go right into it. The wrapper is Honduran Corojo. Okay, so Honduran Corojo from 99 Rosado. The binder is Honduran and the Nicaraguan filler. All right? So I said Honduran. I taste some Nicaraguan in it. I got it right off the bat. I am the cigar authority. <laughs> that's what it tastes like, and that's what it is. I like it. I actually like it. I like it, too. So we had asked Mike a question. Okay. New what, things, new things coming in the shelves. Something that you have smoked recently that is blowing your socks off. The Crusado by Illusion is unbelievable. It has the golden uh, cellophane around it. It's like an MJ-12 on steroids. It's one of the best things I've smoked. Meaning, is it stronger? It's v- stronger. It's more spicy. It's more like the... Um, the gold line of the illusion has that little illusion sometimes pronounced illusion. Am I yes. correct? Yep. Okay. I just yep. want to make sure. Cause I'm a rookie myself. Um, what else is very, very good. Perdomo came out with a whole bunch of new stuff. We smoked a little Cameroon on the show last week, <laughs> two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, very good. I loved it. That's, that's a limited run. You know, they're only going to make that, one time, that's it. Have you smoked that ESV yet? No. The ESV Maduro Torpedo was out of this world. One of the best things. What is ESV? What's the, what does it stand for? Uh, state Vintage ES. Estate Selection Vintage. Vintage. Okay, nice. I pulled that out of my hat. <laughs> Not even wearing one. <laughs> that's an old brand. That mm. used to be around a long time ago. Discontinued. And they brought it back as 1992. Whole different cigar. I have not had a chance. I can't keep up with it. I can't catch up to everything coming in so fast. The new stuff that's coming in. Uh, Which typically you would have smoked at least a sample of, but because you were sick at the IPCPR, right. I wasn't you didn't able get a to. I to couldn't smoke catch it. up, and I'm not up to smoke 100 cigars in a day. Nor do I want to waste them. I, I, I don't like that they do that. I would like any manufacturers listening. Here's what I would like next year. You can do it for me or you can do it for everybody. I recommend everybody or key people anyway that you know. You're going to give me a great cigar that I'm going to smoke at the show. I'm going to be 50 deep by the time you get to me. And here, smoke this. I can't taste it anymore. My taste buds are shot. They're gone. If you would, I would please, a week or two or three before the show happens, send it to me. Don't send me pricing. Don't send me anything. Send me the cigar. David, smoke this at your leisure. Enjoy it at your time, whenever you'd like, and we'll talk about it at the show. Come see me at booth number 1234. I will come there, I promise, to your booth, and you can explain the cigar to me, and I will have notes that that I liked it or whatever. But for me to smoke it, what a shame. What a waste. And we all do. We all waste the cigars there because we go one after the other after the other. If I was to do it, I would certainly... uh, if, if I was a manufacturer, that's what I would do. Not, not to everybody, but to, to some key people out there to uh, let them try in advance. 
This is very, very interesting. Very interesting. The, the Jaime Garcia, wh- what does it say? I haven't smoked that yet uh, either. Limited edition. But I know a little about it. It's, it's a box of 20, I believe, in one cigar in every box. Connecticut shade wrapper. Just one cigar in every box. So 19 of Maduro's, one is Connecticut. And I'll tell you, I've been at all three Two Guys smoke shops, and the box was opened, and six cigars were missing, and the Connecticut shade was gone in every one. And it's the first cigar to go in every box. So when the box opens, the guy wants the Connecticut shade right off the bat. He may buy the Maduro, too, but the, the Connecticut is the first one to go. Very interesting. I, to me, that's a failed model, though, because you're, gonna, you're opening. It's an open box. You're going to go in, and you're going to buy it. Why not just do 50-50? Why not buy a whole box and you're guaranteed to get the single out of it? <clears throat> yeah. I think that's – first off, it's a limited edition anyway. But within the limited edition, is it a limited edition cigar within the limited edition? Talk about overdoing it. That's going – You're looking at a, 15, a step above. You're it's, at a $15 cigar. I have not smoked it. Have you smoked even the, the Maduro? I haven't smoked it yet. I've been smoking all the new stuff. This is the next one. This box it's, looks – like a humidor. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it's you're, beautiful. You got to imagine that the trays inside the, all cut out to hold yeah, the cigars. Look at that. The Bam. Whole box is all dovetailed and grooved. Yeah, it's phenomenal. All this with a great. big blue ribbon around it. And you got to hope that the cigar lives to the expectation of 15 bucks. For a box. Oh, for a box is a 215. 215 dollars a box of how many? 20? I believe 20, Mr. Jonathan. 16. 16. Okay, Man, that's beautiful. So, beautiful box. The cigar looks beautiful. It comes with the Connecticut. Hey, interesting. He's smoking the cellophane and the wooden bo- uh, the wood. <laughs> it always drove me crazy why people do that. But another pet peeve of mine. Smoking. Oh, is it, is it time to take a break? All right. I didn't hear the music, but apparently it is time to take a break. All right. When we co- Here we go. When we come back. Mr. Jonathan versus Chuck Morrison to see who the producer will be next time. Huh? All and right. I'll tell you all about the guests coming up in the near future. We got a whole lineup. Do you of have all the paperwork up. on them? You know, I'm missing a whole bunch of stuff here. I think somebody gave the stuff up, but we got lots more coming up. So stick around, folks. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We got lots more. Chuck Morrison versus Mr. Jonathan. Floor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare, aged tobaccos in old-world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. 
Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed-out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step. Today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, and then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Yeah, yeah, we're back with the Cigar Authority. And uh, we're on a plane right now, on a jet plane, right? We're on our way to Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival tomorrow, Sunday. 
And it's a beautiful day in Colorado, and we will be taping a show from there to be aired at a later date, actually two weeks from then, because uh, we've got a lot of um, guests coming in the near future. Uh, coming up next week, Jose Dominguez is going to join us. One of my heroes. And you're not going to be world. here, Chuck. You're going somewhere. You're going to a Oh, Detroit. Place. Detroit for, yeah. for those, that football team. You want to trade? Yeah. <laughs> Detroit. How's the Pats looking? Good? Very good. Chuck Morrison here sitting on the couch. And this is a battle. And actually, I won't say who, Dave, but there are people, personnel on the Patriots, players and coaches, who smoke cigars. Nice. Absolutely. They want to come on the show and talk? We, we couldn't carry a conversation about football, but we'd count on you to yeah. handle yeah. it for us. Well, oh, they'd want to talk sticks. Look at you. Just, are you all right? Oh, it came in a little hot. A, a little, little hot. Just it's fine. <laughs> put, put it back where it was, there we in go. other Perfect. words. Um, so, yeah, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival tomorrow. Next week we uh, um, will not air that show. We have Jose Dominguez actually going to be in live. Um, so we have to do that. Um, fall, following that week we'll put the Rocky Mountain show on. Jose Dominguez makes a buy one, get one free product. Uh, what's it called? Jose Dominguez. It's called the Jose Dominguez. Thank you. Phenomenal. I love the Maduro and the Connecticut shade. In fact, every time I buy a box, you get the box free. I always get one of each. And it's under 100 bucks a box, every size, and you get a box free. It's the best, best bargain out there. It's a, it's a long-filled premium Dominican cigar, uh, beautifully packaged. It looks beautiful. It's a great cigar. We're selling like crazy. It's not something we have online, so unfortunately, it's only something for our customers to come into the stores. Fortunately, for brick-and-mortar stuff. Right. It's awesome. It's for the brick-and-mortar store, but we do very, very well with it. Uh, Jose uh, Dominguez also makes uh, Dominican Dos Hombre, which is, we, we usually don't like to say who makes uh, different things, but they make the, uh, the box-pressed cigar. The greatest cigar in the store, in it is a humble great, opinion. It's a great cigar. He did it's a great so job good with it. that I, I'm embarrassed at what you pay for the cigar. I take the band off. You still do that. I'm trying not to. I mean, it's Dave's brand. I'm trying to be supportive, but I just, it's embarrassing. It's a great cigar. For it's a money. great cigar. The best. Uh, he's a great, great guy. I met him um, a long time ago at a, um, at a fishing trip that the folks from Thompson Cigars had me on. Okay, so these are the guys in Florida, the big mail order catalog, and they brought me uh, to a fishing trip, and uh, it was late night, and everybody drank too much, apparently, and it was uh, me and Jose Dominguez uh, watching a baseball game and talking, and he says, you know, I want to make a cigar for you. And uh, he did the Doss Army Dominican and the box press, and uh, along with the pencils and the, and the tins and the, just an unbelievable uh, job he's doing for us. And, and the, his own brand, Jose Dominguez, fantastic for the money. It's like the best deal out there. So we're going to have him on the show next week. Following will be the Rocky Patel uh, taping. And then the week after that, September 17th show, we have Jonathan Drew. It's actually going to come into the store. Uh, he's a uh, soft-spoken guy. You know, I have a great time with him, and, and he's a serious success story. You want to be here for this. Mm. Here's a guy knocked down and lost so many times in a row, picks himself up, brushes himself off, does it again, loses again, back to the bottom, starts again, will not say quit, keeps going, comes out finally with acid cigars, Liga Pavada, um, just so many great cigars, that, and he's on top of the game now. Awesome. Is, is he the actual blender? He's the owner. He's the owner of the company, yep. and so he hires blenders. And I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I've never actually seen the operation. But, but he has a great palate. Uh, he was a 
young guy that would smoke everything. He'd come in the store. Uh, the first event he's ever done in his whole life, he did with us. And um, at the event, um, a customer came in, a, a close customer, um, Steve Saka, and um, I introduced the two together. And now Steve Saka is the president of his company. So it's wonderful to wow. see these things that happen, uh, that I was right there as it happened. You're a networker. Not knowing, but, you know, and, and they all did so sensational. It's great to see. So this is a great industry. It is, it is great. So Jonathan Drew on, on the 17th, followed by two guys' anniversary show. Are you doing the anniversary yes, show? Yes, absolutely. Wednesday, right? Chuck it's and I Wednesday. Had a great yes. conversation on the phone about okay. that. He's all in. Oh, yeah. I still, I'm, I'm reaching out to our good friend Tommy Grella to see if he'll come out of retirement once again as he did last year. I haven't heard back from him yet, but I'm hoping, knock on wood, that uh, he's not so wrapped up in his prelude thing with his restaurant that he won't be too busy to, to uh, How's come the on caddy, and help by us the way? out. Caddy's beautiful. It was all washed up for the car show last week. We had a great time with it. Man, People were taking you, their pictures with it. It's a good thing you didn't enter that or weren't allowed to enter it because it was your own event because that thing would have won hands oh, down. It's gorgeous. It's awesome. 1936 Cadillac Easily. Fleetwood limousine. It got the most, it got the most play for tell the me whole about, thing. Tell me about it. Tell you about the, the car? Cadillac 1936. It's a 1936 Cadillac Fleetwood. It's virgin in every way. <laughs> every screw, every bolt, every nut including the radio, which only plays 30, 30s music after the three minutes it takes to warm it up because it's got tubes in it, yes. because it was the very first production car in the history of cars to have an in-dash radio. That's right. And this car is 55,000 original miles, and we're giving it away as a door prize, and it's going to be a great time. So, And the, and the Cigar Authority will broadcast we'll live broadcast from the show. Live. We'll record the show, and that'll also play on the radio at a later date because we're Recording it on a Wednesday night. Right, but it, but people can still watch it. On They'll the, be able to watch it, yeah. And everybody that's everybody is there. So there's My lots favorite of part is we, we turn the camera yeah. when the doors open on the doors, and it's this mad rush the best. of all the sorry suckers that didn't pay in at the extra $100 to be in the VIP party. They all come running in like, what did I miss? Right, you missed everything. All the good stuff happens during that first hour, no, and then you're great. just stuck playing the game after that. No, it's a great game. You're anyway, one of the so pawns. That's two guys' 26th anniversary. Unfortunately, sold out if you're listening to the show, but uh, you know we do, we do it just about every single year, so we'll look forward to that. Okay, what do you want to do? You want to do birthdays? Let's see if you got it. All right, he's ready. So uh, we, ju- we just... Making sure that uh, yeah, Mike Havey can, can pull this Havey's, off. I think Havey's doing all right. He was able to set the show up. He was good. All right, so we'll end up seeing it. Today, August 27th, is the 239th day of the year. There are 126 oh, days remaining till the end of the year. How many days until Christmas? Um, I'm going to go up to 21, I believe. Yeah, 121. Yeah, Almost you're, Christmas you're, time already. You're big on Christmas. I love Christmas. Is that your favorite holiday? I'd say yes. I love Christmas. Only because there's no holidays named after him. Although I do like the food holidays like Thanksgiving. Yes. That it's just all about eating. Easter is good. Candy and all that stuff. Anyway, today's August 27th. You know what it is. Admit it. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> August 27th. <laughs> when we do these tapings, it messes me up for the rest of the week. People ask me what the date is, and I'm adding on to the date that we did on the show. I'm all messed up. All right. Celebrating his birthday today in 1908. Today's birthday of Lyndon B. Johnson, the 36th president of the United States, who died in 1973. Lyndon, birth- Lyndon Baines Johnson's birthday. LBJ. Now you're supposed to hit the song from that. You lower this song. 
all of us who must overcome the crippling legacy of bigotry and injustice. And we shall overcome. This is Lyndon Johnson, huh? That's Lyndon B. Johnson. He was one of the biggest advocates for equal rights. Uh, and doesn't get enough credit for it. Do you hear the recent thing about LBJ maybe the person that killed JFK? No. Get out of here. Um, John F. Kennedy's wife, Jackie, Jackie uh, Kennedy Onassis, wrote some memoirs to not be released until 50 years after her death. Now they're ready to, um, some uh, TV station is ready to put a movie out, uh, and, she do- and the uh, daughter doesn't want the movie to go out. So she's using this as a pawn to say, I'm going to give you this information if you don't do it, which is she believed that it was LBJ that had John F. Kennedy killed. Wow. That's oh, so, so if there's not enough in this conspiracy yeah, thing, really? this JFK conspiracy thing, it just got really You have good. a monkey wow. wrench thrown into the works there. So you didn't hear that? Mm-hmm. You haven't heard that? So anyway, that's going on. Today, 1942, Daryl Dragon, American keyboardist, do you know who he is? For the band, Captain and Tennille. He is the captain. <laughs> the guiding light. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was Daryl Dragon. He changed his name to Captain. Legally? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Nothing keep us together. So today's his birthday in 1942. Okay, also celebrating their birthday, 1943. Yeah, the- <laughs> Tuesday Weld. Well, the Spanish general has sent the message that he's coming to spend the night with his army. Now the men in the town are scared silly, so the wives and the daughters tell him not to worry and go away. Does not sound like her at all. Are you sure this is the right yes, audio? I'm sure. Her real name Susan Kerr Weld. Tuesday Weld. Who's the guy that did uh, Change name Streetcar to Named Desire? What's the name of that actor? Malin Brandau. Oh, no, a different guy then. Sorry. I don't know if this is Tuesday Well. It is. I just can't remember the name. I remember her from Dobie Gillis. Do you remember Dobie Gillis? Yes. She was the blonde girl in Dobie Gillis. This was a movie that she did with one of the tough guys. Really? 1948, celebrating his birthday today. Call people names. And I will. You slime. You grease ball. Sergeant Slaughter. Call people names. And you know why I can do it? Because I'm mad enough to do it. If there's somebody out there that don't like the way I talk, he can come to my face and tell me about it. Because there's a lot of privates out there that did the same thing. Some of them aren't serving anymore. Some of them are over in the Naval Academy. Some of them are still in the Girl Scouts. You're dismissed. Did that shoot? American professional wrestler, Sergeant Slaughter, nice. celebrating his birthday. I'll Still alive. You, back back when the uh, – that was the heyday, in my opinion, of when it was called the WWF, and they had all this character development, and the guys were playing these hokey characters, and they just would go on. It was just so awesome. When I did the research on him, I found myself, as I do, watching video after video. Oh. What am I going to use? What am I going to use? There's and, lots on him. Oh, my goodness. This was the best one. He was awesome. You're dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, his famous tagline. And uh, you, lots, lots of wrestlers dying off, young age and stuff. He's hanging on there. Uh, although he's not even that old anyway in his early 60s. Um, Paul Rubens. Do you know who he is? Paul Rubens. I think I do. <laughs> Kiwi Herman. 
you know who that voice is right there? She likes to have fun because she's a girl. The girl's voice? Yeah. The girl's voice in Pee-wee's... Is it a well-known oh, yeah. actress? Well, no, well-known singer from the 80s. Oh, uh, Cindy Lauper? Cindy Lauper. I can hear it. No kidding. Girls just want to have fun. And this was before she was famous, probably? I don't know. What, what when came was Pee-wee's Playhouse on? He had a uh, Broadway show just come out, I believe. She did? Paul Rubin. Oh, Paul Rubin. Oh, yes, I heard that, yeah. Pee-wee's Playhouse Broadway show. And we all know. The we all know, <laughs> yeah. Gianna's here, so we're not allowed to talk yeah, about thank it. thank you. We'll just leave She'll that. send you a text. Okay, um, celebrating her birthday. Actually, in the same time where Sides and Slaughter happened, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, there was a girl... So she was a famous MTV personality, celebrating a birthday in 1959, downtown. Julie, Julie Brown. Brown. Yeah, baby. Wabba, 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 right? Nice. It's <laughs> her birthday, 1959. I don't know where she is today. It'd be interesting to find out not only about these people. Where are they now? Where are they now? Yeah. Adding on to this ridiculous thing that you hate doing anyway. Correct. <laughs> and uh, who passed away this day in 1990. And I like the guy. Great music, oh, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Famous for actually playing... Uh, he uh, guitar strings are rated in in their chord weight, and so he would play three steps above what. Uh, and you have no sound for this. Oh, I have no sound. Wow, Stevie Ray Vaughan, which could be some great you could, music. Oh. You could go right up onto the. I just forgot to put it in. I'm sorry, Amy. Wow, that's okay. Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, died this day, 1990, and. Uh, What's your favorite Stevie Ray Vaughan song? I don't know. Don't Mine's Crossfire. I'm yeah. a big Crossfire fan. But let's get down to real business because you guys have been trading off jobs each time. Promotions. Demotions, promotions, and all that stuff. Mr. Jonathan does not get demoted. So uh, for an up-and-coming show, let's uh, decide who is going to be the producer and who is going to be the sidekick. For a show to be named later. To be a show to be named later because we've got so many things coming up and Chuck's going to miss the next one. But the next one, you guys are together. Okay. Okay. which is the better job? Is the sidekick or the producer? Uh, let's see here. I don't know. I, I actually... Okay, the, I, win, the winner is going to get their choice, okay? I get, that, I get, a, I get all sweaty choice. and nervous when I'm doing Chuck's job. Perfect. Then you're going to end up being the producer. <laughs> it's true. But, I hate but, doing but, it. but it was out in the, in the baking sun anyway. You liking your cigar, by the way? Mm. It is burning so slow. Yeah. So slow. I'll tell you, you're getting a value for it because it's taking so long. It's burning beautiful, though. It tastes nice. I like it. Good job so far. Good job. Um, okay, let's do uh, Closest Without Going Over. How about that? I like that. All right, Closest Without Going Over. Okay, let's flip a coin to see who goes first. Heads or tails? Hits. Heads, you win. Nice. <laughs> No, no one, no one actually believes you flipped a coin. Nor did they believe I was going first at any point. Oh. I, I don't think I do. I have any voice here. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, as long as you can hear me. All right, closest without going going over. Uh, if the average man never trimmed his beard, it would grow how many feet long in his wow. lifetime? Closest without going over. How many feet? Four feet. Four feet. I'm going to say three and a half feet. Three and a half feet. 
Um, that would go to Chuck. 30 feet long it would what? go. 30 wow. feet. I guessed on the wrong end of that one. Wow. <laughs> really, the key to this game is just guessing just a little bit more yeah, or now a little you, bit less. Now you go first. Now I go first. In the 1900s, the average age of death in the U.S. was, the year 1900, the average year of death. 36. <laughs> wow. 60. Mr. Jonathan wins that. Wow. What is the... Uh, 47. Really? So Loser. now, now what is 1900? In 1900. <laughs> so here it is 100 years later. We live to almost, almost double, double that. Yeah. The big key to it really is just penicillin. Or cigars. <laughs> they had plenty of cigars then. Well, they didn't have penicillin. Everybody smoked everything then. <laughs> oh, really? Even weed was legal. Okay. The 1900s. Okay, Chuck. On average, women say how many words a day, and men manage to do how many words? So it, it's a two-part. Okay. Well, let's, you know what? Let's go to women first. Okay. Women say how many words a day? A thousand. A thousand words. One thousand one. Oh, Jonathan. You're going to play that way. I, that's, you how gonna... you, that's how you play this game. So I win. So you win. Nice. It's not even nice. The answer is 7,000. 7,000. 7,000. Now, Mr. Jonathan, men say how many words a day? Women say 7,000. 100. Men say 100. 101. See what happens? You've ruined the game. You've ruined <laughs> the game. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Chuck's right at 101. That's fine. That's is it, how is it you like, play the game. Is it 3,000? I have to assume that women talk twice as much as men. 2,000 to 7,000. Wow. All right, so moving on. On average, pigs live about how many years? I will say, it was just me or you. I'll go first. Uh, or Jonathan, you go first. No, it's your turn to go okay. first. I will say pigs live to 30. 36. 15. Chuck gets it. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, you're going uh, on average. How many couples get married in Las Vegas each day? Quickly. 10,000. Oh, my God. 500. <laughs> that would be 150. You both lose. <clears throat> Mr. Jonathan, on average, right-handed people live how many years longer than left-handed? It's a trick question. Left-handed people outlive right-handed people. That would be wrong. So... <laughs> <laughs> So Chuck would get that just from you being an idiot. <laughs> so I get exactly one half of a smack on the back of the head. The answer would be nine years. You know, right-handed people have nine years longer than left-handed people. By the way, I am left-handed. So uh, wow. That's why I assumed it was a trick question. Okay. Uh, Don't think it's a trick question. <laughs> Who the Don't hell think, are you? <laughs> Don't think that you wouldn't do that. I know you. You would do that. You throw okay. in a trick question. Okay, Mr. Jonathan. The ashes of the average cremated person weighs how much? How much does the ashes of a cremated person weigh? Two point two pounds. One pound. The answer would be nine pounds. Wow. And that would be for Mr. Jonathan, who's winning, by the way. Who is losing three to four? Um, Chuck, the average adult note. This would be to yeah to Chuck. The average adult male ostrich, the world's largest living bird, <laughs> weighs up to how many pounds? Great question. Uh, I'm going to say three hundred and twelve. It, it is a great question. One hundred twenty-five. Three twelve was pretty damn good because it's three forty-five. Nice. 
Okay, Chuck, four to three. <laughs> Moving along to Jonathan, the average male spends how many hours a month watching television? 24. 24 hours a month. A month. Um, we'll say uh, f- uh, f- uh, 30. 120. We're Why right. does oh. he get the bell? I get, I get the, the voice of disdain. Because you're challenging him. He you're gets, calling trick plays on him and yeah. calling shenanigans. Here, Mr. Jonathan, the average American woman spends how many minutes a day getting showered, dressed, and groomed? How many the minutes American a day? I'm going to go with my wife is average 36 minutes. 36 minutes a day getting showered, dressed, and groomed. 36. That's the average. An hour. 55 minutes. It goes to Mr. Jonathan for going yeah, a little baby. bit over. See, I know how to play the game. Okay, we're running out of time. The average home size in the United States is now how many square feet? 2,000. 2,200. 2,200. That's exactly correct. Wow. And it is a tie. No, it is not. We're down by one. We're going to have to go to uh, another one. The average human head weighs about how many pounds? Eight pounds. 8.5. 8 pounds is exactly correct. We got a tie here. We got one more question. <laughs> tie goes to the Mr. Jonathan because I lost the coin toss. That the average happen. lifespan of a mosquito. One day. One day, one minute. It is just not fair. Are you doing this? <laughs> yes. Mr. Jonathan oh. takes it. It's two day. It, no, wait a second. Two weeks. Two weeks. One day, one minute. All right. Wow. Hey, that's all the time we have. This was fun. Thanks for listening to us, everybody. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority. On the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere, and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. 
Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream it's time for you to make mountains move have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking my name is john sullivan i can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the auric pro shield air purifier from the auric clean home center on spitbrook road in nashua new hampshire this is mr jonathan i used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio but that has all stopped since i got my auric pro shield air purifier from the auric clean home center on spitbrook road in nashua new hampshire not only does the auric air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke show visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 